Hello to everyone listening. It's great to have you on this podcast. I'm really looking forward to this one as I'm joined by Jess Austin, who was an apprentice on our first ever cohort of apprentices and one of the first apprentices I spoke to when I started in this job. I also have with me Frankie Andrews, who's the Associate Director, Talent Learning and Development at CBRE, where Jess also works. So welcome to the both of you. It's lovely to have you here with me to chat all things apprenticeships. So we're going to go to Jess first. I know it's been a while, but congratulations for completing your degree with UCM and passing your APC. How does it feel when you look back over the journey you've been on? It, it, it sort of feels like it was only yesterday, but it also feels like so much time has passed since I had to, you know, spend my weekends and any spare time I had, you know, studying for my degree. But yeah, I think I think like anything in life, when you're working towards something, it feels like such a big thing at the time. And then when you pass it, you're already thinking about the next thing, you know, that you mm. want to achieve in life. So, um, yeah, it feels... It feels quite um, strange, really, but I suppose it's really nice to be on the other side now and to be able to watch new apprentices come through and pass their degrees and APCs and and support them and kind of share all my wisdom, if there is any, (laughs) of of what I've learned through, um, through, yeah, through doing it all. Oh, great. So do you get to support current apprentices now? Yeah, so I am actually a line manager for an apprentice in our team. And yeah, I mean, I'm willing to help out and support any current apprentices and and graduates actually on their APC. Um, In the autumn session, I was involved in APC mocks and uh, sort of like Q&As and yeah, just trying to share as many helpful tips as I as I could really. That's really cool. So I first spoke to you in March 2016 when you were in your first year of your apprenticeship and you said then, I was reading back at one of the blogs we did, and you said then that you were passionate about breaking the stigma of apprenticeships as people didn't view them as being on the same level as a full-time degree. Um, So five years on, do you feel that people's perceptions are more positive towards apprenticeships now? Yes, definitely. I think apprenticeships have come a really long way since I, you know, since when I first started at CBRE, I think there are a lot more degree apprenticeships out there. And I think at schools, they are, you know, people can find out more about them in terms of studying via an apprenticeship and working full time instead of going to university the traditional way. So, yeah, so I do think I do think the perceptions have changed. And I mean, I think back to when I first started, it was, you know, within CBRE, if apprentices and graduates, there was still very much a big divide. And I think that was just down to, you know, to education, educating, you know, people at CBRE that actually there is no real difference. It's just that the apprentice is studying at the same time as working. But what I tried really hard to sort of, you know, get across was that actually once an apprentice gets to like the third or fourth year, they are they've got so much more work experience than actually a graduate has and even though they haven't got the degree certificate to say okay you know that they've learned the theory actually the work experience they've gained over that period of time is a lot more um which you know can be more beneficial for teams so yeah so I think overall uh, people's perceptions are a lot more positive and I think that's because especially at CBRE there's been God, there must have been about seven years worth of apprentices now. I think the first apprenticeship 
the first apprentices joined in 2013. So Mm -hmm. as a company, we are quite used to having apprentices within the teams. And yeah, I think people understand, you know, Mm -hmm. understand it a lot more now. I mean, that's really positive. Really good to hear. It's what I hear from a lot of employers I speak to, but it's just really nice to constantly hear that actually things are changing and have changed. And yeah, apprentices are a lot more commonplace. And I think, I think, I think it's, um, I think it was fundamental, really. I think in order to get a more diverse workforce, you need, you need people from different types of backgrounds and you know property has always been the industry which you know was well known because a lot of people went to Reading or Oxford Brooks and they might have they might have studied uh, surveying because their parents were surveyors or they knew somebody else was who, who was in surveying but like me I don't have anybody else in the property industry within my family I completely fell upon I fell into the industry by chance and so Hopefully, I bring different aspects of, uh, you know, from, from that to 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 work every day. Um, and that's what we need, really, in the workplace. I'm sure you do bring that, definitely. Um, <laughs> so, Frankie, welcome to the podcast and thanks for joining us. So your role at CBRE is to manage the grads, interns and apprentices. What do you like about your role? Thank you for having me. Um, so my role then, I guess I love being able to work with people at the start of their career, sort of helping them make the most of like all the opportunities there are at CBRE or at university, watching them develop whilst on the programme and then sort of throughout their career afterwards. Like it's really rewarding when you think back to what was someone like on their first day sort of in that induction when they're sort of fresh out of school, university, um, or maybe they're sort of switching careers and then them sort of really figuring out, okay, this is what I like to do, this is what I want to do next, and seeing them sort of reap the rewards of their hard work. Yeah, it must be really rewarding when you get to see the journey. A lot of jobs you only get to like see people in their first year or when they've been there for ten years, but you get to kind of see all of it. Yeah, definitely. It's quite even though CBR is a big company, I still have sort of a lot of involvement with people after the programme. So like you said, mm. I'll I'll watch them get promoted and go forward and in like Jess's case then go on to like actually manage other apprentices mm. and graduates. Yeah, I mean that's a great little story there that you now manage apprentices. I love that. Um why do you think it's important for firms like CBRE to champion the apprenticeship agenda? So I guess this sort of builds on what Jess was just saying then. So I firmly believe as well that apprenticeships are really important and allowing more people to actually access careers um, in our industry and other industries. Um, so I think by championing apprenticeships, we're going to naturally attract a more diverse range of applicants, which is definitely what the property industry needs. But it just gives people another option, like studying full time at university isn't going to be for everyone. Obviously, an apprenticeship allows people to put their learning into practice straight away which I think for a lot of people sort of style of learning that's going to be much more accessible. Yeah definitely did you find that Jess that it was a lot more suited to you? Yeah I was I was just going to say that um, for me I, I learned through doing and so you know doing an apprenticeship I yes I was studying and I was learning the theory but actually I learned the majority of you know most things in real life by actually doing things and experiencing things I, I really did enjoy studying as well at the same time, but I liked the mixture of both mm. and the combination of both. And I think that's completely right. I think some people, and I think actually now, if you look at apprentices 
who have gone through the whole process, the the, the wider range of experience that they have have gained. Uh, and, I, and I remember when I first started, Kieran Bird, who's the managing director, you know, he, he's always been a massive advocate for apprenticeships um, at CBRE. But I remember him saying to us as a group, you know, in five, 10 years, you will be well ahead of, you know, others because of how much experience you will have gained. Um, and I started at CBRE when I was 18. So it was, yeah, launching into the corporate world. And it was, yeah, I had to grow up very quickly. And I think, looking at myself as a 24 year old now compared to uh, some of my friends who are 24 and they might have gone to uni and then done a master's and stayed on you know I think it's it, it's a very different um yeah you have to I think you have to mature a lot earlier in life and do you regret that at all no I don't actually because I, I remember when I first started and all my friends were going off to university and I used to get that question a lot actually you know do you regret not being a student and and having the university experience and I, I really don't because one I used to go and spend weekends with my friends who were studying at different universities and I would pretend to be a student for the weekends um and then but then also I could come home and not have to you know and I come away from it but then also when i you know, when I was 18 to probably about 21, I had such a good close-knit um, friendship group at work. So we used to go out, I'm not going to say every night, but a lot of nights in London. And we were a very sociable bunch. And so that kind of was like being at uni, I suppose, because, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, you got that lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, Frankie, yeah. do you find that, I guess you're talking to apprentices at the beginning of their journey or like that want to start doing an apprenticeship do you find that they are worried about missing out on like the normal or what's seen as the normal um, way to get a degree yeah I think it's I guess they always see the benefits of you know I'm I'm going to be earning money straight mm. away and I get to put into practice um what my degree is covering in the workplace straight away so I think yeah it helps it makes sense a lot um quicker and it means that they can probably pick things up a bit easier, sort of just as saying. Um, I do get some sort of say about that uni experience, but I guess it's a little bit different for our industry because it's such a social industry and there's already loads um, going on. Um, and like for what we call our next gen cohorts, all our apprentices and graduates, um, they have like their dedicated social committees. There's plenty of events always organised. Um, and that's wherever people are based. I think a lot of people presume it's in London, but there's we have regional offices all over the UK and they have sort of just as many events or we get people all together in one place as well. I love that. That's really nice to hear. Jess, while you were studying with UCM, what would you say your biggest achievement was? Definitely getting a first um, in my degree. I mean... When I was at school, I was always a very average kind of person. I, you know, I was a bit of a coaster, might say. I might might call myself a coaster. Um, but I, and I went to a grammar school, so and I, you know, I did my GCSEs and I did my A levels. But I don't think I ever really pushed myself, or at least I, I definitely coasted through school. But I still did, you know pretty well but then when I started studying for my degree I thought no I'm going to really push myself and if I'd have said to myself when I was at, in sixth form 
oh, you're going to study for a degree and you're going to get a first, I would have been like, no way, no way, <laughs> no way am I going to be able to achieve that. And I and I did. Uh, yeah, so I would say that is my biggest achievement. I'd say that's a very good achievement. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So Frankie, there might be some employers that are listening to this podcast that want to take on an apprentice, but are worried about the additional work that it might create. Obviously, CBRE is very well set up and there might be smaller employers, for example, that don't maybe don't understand the apprenticeship schemes as as well as CBRE does. Just wondering if you'd mind letting us know what work's involved in it and why hopefully you think it's worth it. Yeah, so I'd say, I guess, don't worry, first of all, it is a relatively easy process. I guess once you've talked it through with someone, I've found um, there's plenty of support on the government website itself, which sort of explains the basics of an apprenticeship, but use like your training provider. So at UCM, for example, you know, we have sort of like dedicated support with you um, in terms of enrolling people or the apprentices get their sort of support officer as well, who will help them keep them on track. When an apprentice is actually with you, I guess the best sort of thing is that they're essentially just another employee, but they're studying part time as well. So what we sort of encourage is that an apprentice and their team, their line manager sort of decide at the beginning how they're going to manage that study time. So for us, it's sort of like one study day a week. So it's like when and how is that going to be taken? Make sure that line managers um, are also aware of what sort of uni assignments are coming up and that they're involved in those conversations with UCM as well in terms of progress. Just having everyone have sort of like full visibility just means that everyone's aware of what's going on um, and what needs an apprentice will have. Mm. And I guess like on like the admin sort of like finance side is just a case of adding your apprentice's details to like an online account. And then if you're levy paying, then the money automatically gets claimed each month. So it's not something that you have to like keep on top of. It's just it is sort of it has been made very simple, which is good. (laughs) That's hopefully reassuring for some people that might be worried it's a bit of a complicated process. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but how do you support the apprentices while that when they've kind of started the apprenticeship and they're studying and working? What does CBRE do to support them? Yeah, so yeah, as mentioned before, so we encourage apprentices and their teams to agree when that study day is taken. Mm. um, So everyone's aware of when they'll be working, when they'll be studying sort of before an apprentice even joins the business we pair them with a buddy who's someone who's probably like a year or two ahead of them so they've got someone to reach out before they join but they've already got that connection throughout their time in the business I think that just helps with having someone else to ask maybe that those silly questions too like even like um you might read what the dress code is but okay okay what does that actually mean in practice like what should I be doing you know even just things like managing time um sharing just little bits of advice we so we put on lots of internal training as well to help with things like soft skills so it might be like networking um presentation skills and i'll have one-to-ones of them to offer further support and then in terms of actually putting the degree into practice so the way our apprenticeship is set out is each apprentice rotates around the business to see sort of like different areas and gain lots of knowledge and each rotation is 12 months so it's enough time to really like embed themselves in that area um apply their degree and help them sort of figure out okay I quite like this Mm, this maybe isn't for me and so at the end of the apprenticeship when they sort of join a team on a permanent basis they can sort of like be quite sure of like no this is what I want to learn more about and I feel this is an area that I can progress in. 
Jess, do you want to explain how your rotation worked and I guess the benefits that you felt it had? Yeah, sure. So I, yeah, I started in my first year in the retail department where I was working on the Barclays account. So we're managing disposals, rent reviews, lease renewals for the, for Barclays Bank. I then went on a secondment to Landsec for six months where I was working um, on their London portfolio. So I was working on uh, projects such as the Nova building in Victoria uh, and various other sort of strategies, uh, like workplace strategies that they had on at the time. I then came back to CBRE and I worked for 18 months in the uh, tenant advisory uh, team for um, offices in the West End. So, um, so I was an agent. I got my experience as an agent and I was representing occupiers who were looking for office space uh, in the West End. And then I went uh, and joined the team that I'm still in now, which is the fund valuations team. So uh, we um, manage and uh, we undertake uh, valuations for pension funds. So clients such as Aviva, AXA, Columbia Threadneedle, we uh, value their properties within their portfolios, which ultimately sit within pension funds. So, uh, and that's what I do at the moment. And I, I specialise uh, still in central London mm-hmm. property market within that team. But I also get to, I get to be involved in sort of UK-wide portfolios which I find really interesting because I have my specialism, but then I also uh, I kind of have to know what's going on in the whole of the UK and, you know, industrial office, retail. So it's a real wide, a wide range of um, work that I mm. get to be involved in, which is really good. I think the best thing about the, having a rotations and something I really would recommend to a company who are looking to take on apprentices is is that rotations really do give an individual the opportunity to explore different avenues um, and within the property industry there are so there's so many I mean it's what I loved about about you know pursuing a career in property is that it's such a diverse industry and your career can really go in so many different directions um, and I think having the rotations means that people can explore different options and see what interests them most and and yeah and also find a team where they're happy and comfortable and you know they enjoy working with the people that they do yeah I I guess Frankie you'll be able to tell me if I'm wrong but it seems like it might help with staff retention as well because if you're putting an apprentice just in one role they might not necessarily be suited to it but actually if they get to try out lots of roles they find their fit the employer finds their fit and gets to keep that employee love in Jess's case like long term which just seems yeah. to make sense for everyone. Yeah, definitely. And it's like Jess said, some of our different sort of service lines, they are so different to each other. Like mm. it's hard to sort of like believe that they're in the same industries in terms of the type of work that they do. And so it, some will definitely suit different sort of personalities and styles of work. And so it's really important to give people that chance to figure out what it is that they enjoy doing. Seems like, yeah, seems like a very good idea. Um, so we're nearing the end of the podcast got a last few questions for both of you so Jess if you could do it all again so the degree working um, CBRE all the rotations is there anything you'd do differently? Nothing too major the only thing I would have done differently is right at the start I would have 
explored different surveying routes. So I would have definitely have looked into uh, prop, uh, building surveying and quantity mm-hmm. surveying as well, more you know, in a lot more detail because I. I fell into work experience at CBRE, which was amazing, and I'm so grateful to be here still. But I think if if I'd have known more about surveying before I joined CBRE, I definitely would have researched what a building surveyor does and what a quantity surveyor does, as well as what I do now, which is general practice, just to really explore and make sure that I was, you know, going down the right route. Because I, I you know, through being in the industry, I've met building surveyors and quantity surveyors and listening to what they do sounds really interesting as well Mm. so I think yeah I would have I just would have done a bit more research into other surveying roles. That's good to know thank you and Frankie what does the next year hold for CBRE? So I guess we'll continue to promote apprenticeships both internally and externally just to encourage even more people to apply and just help sort of raise the awareness of them even more I guess the most exciting sort of project that we're doing with our apprentices um, is something called the empower program so that's going to be all of our apprentices are going to go back to usually their school or, or like a local school just to sort of discuss their career journey so far so they can help sort of like dispel any myths around apprenticeships talk about all the different types of careers there are in property because I think when you're sort of like at that sort of school age, you just you wouldn't consider career in property, mainly just because you didn't know there was a career in property and what that is. Maybe you might know what an estate agent is, but that's about it. So just to help raise a bit more awareness and then, you know, then to say, you know, and you can do an apprenticeship in this area. Some people will know about it, but think, oh, I'd have to go to university for that. So that's an area that we really want to tackle. And hopefully that will really help with encouraging a more diverse sort of workforce in the future as well. I think also the uh, just kind of adding to that the 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 great thing about studying real estate is that you don't need to have done any specific A levels. So that's a question I used to, when I first you know I started doing a lot of school engagement presentations and the key thing is well what sort of A levels do I need to do um, and and that's definitely the case for some very you know more specialist degrees that you study. But the great thing about real estate is that you can literally do anything at A-levels. So I did sociology, philosophy and business studies. And I think that's a really, you know, a really nice thing because you can Mm. still study whatever you want at A-level and go on to study real estate as a degree. Mm, That's a really good point, actually, for people to know if they're looking into apprenticeship. Just really helpful. Like you said, you hadn't probably really heard about the industry until a bit later on. So it's nice for people to know that they, whatever A-levels they're doing, they can still go into it whereas some degrees or some like specialisms you can't like you've made that choice already really helpful yeah cool. yeah exactly well that is the end of our podcast so thank you very much for joining me today it's been really nice to talk to you both and if you're listening and want to find out more about apprenticeships then you can head to our website which is www.ucem.ac.uk forward slash apprenticeships and um, thank you both very much for joining me today thank you, thank you.